I'm Heather Roberts here with Dr. Laura Selby from St. Charles. Thank you, Dr. Selby, for taking some time to talk with us about vacation planning. It's that time of year. Yeah, it's exciting to be here. It's an exciting time of year, but it also can be a little bit anxiety ridden when we're thinking about going out of town, maybe potentially even going overseas for a vacation. What are the big things you hear about as an infectious disease physician? What are the things you worry about when you go out of town? Yeah. So I'm an infectious disease doctor um, and I um, help run our St. Charles um, infectious disease and travel clinic. So I see a lot of folks before they are um, coming to go on those big bucket list type trips. So things like they're going on safari to Africa, they're, you know, touring around Southeast Asia. Um, you know, they're about to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Like these are trips that you don't want to mess up. Um, and so it's really, you know, important to think about like health related concerns. So um, the things that I think about before when I'm counseling somebody before they travel um, is, you know, what are the things that are different about where I'm going compared to where I come from? So, you know, things like we can, um, you know, turn on our tap and drink our water out of our tap. And that's not necessarily the case in a lot of countries. Um, you know, you can't brush your teeth with the tap water. To be fair, that's not the case in a lot of states either. I mean, well, <laughs> we're pretty okay. lucky in Oregon. It's true. Our water is pretty awesome here, especially here in Bend. <laughs> That's a very excellent point. Um, but we don't, we don't think about a lot of those things or, um, you know, the diseases that we worry about catching, um, you know, when we go out hiking here are very different than if you are um, hiking around safari in Africa. Um, and so educating yourself, I think is really important. The, um, the CDC has a lot of really great resources that give you a little bit of an overview. Um, and then, especially if you're like thinking about one of these big trips, realizing that there's some weird things that you might actually be required to have. So for example, yellow fever vaccine, you cannot get through customs in some countries without a yellow fever vaccine. Um, so having some like upfront knowledge ahead of time um, is super important. Um, but some of the other things that people don't think about is like, you know, safety. Is it, you know, safe to get on a bus in a certain country? Is it, um, you know, safe to drive in that country? You know, you have to be extra concerned about specific safety concerns. And the State Department actually has really good um, information for folks that are traveling. Um, that's very, very up to date. Those things are get updated, you know, on a daily basis if necessary. We hear about those sometimes in the news when there's an international conflict. We'll see a yes. notice from the State Department that says you know, Americans are encouraged not to travel to these locations or exactly. American travelers have been asked to leave that area because it's not safe. Exactly. I want to back up just a little bit yeah. and talk, just talking a little bit more about these vaccine, potentially required vaccinations, mm -hmm. disease we should be concerned about. If we're heading out this summer, is it too uh, late to start planning some of those necessary vaccines or, or other things? No, definitely not. So generally we like to see people, if you're going to do a pre-travel consult, um, four to six weeks before travel. Um, but we will see you the day before you travel if you, if you need be, even though knowing it may not be as good of an appointment. Um, but the reason why is because we do want to have as up-to-date recommendations as possible. So, um, you know, things change. Sometimes there'll be an outbreak of something um, that changes the vaccine recommendation. And so if I see you nine months before you travel, um, it's not a very helpful appointment because because I have to tell you like, hey, you have to look all this stuff up before you go. So um, it's really not too late, you know, especially people who are planning their traveling in July, August or September. Um, some of our um, older folks intentionally plan it after kids go back to school. <laughs> and so if you're in that category, it's definitely not too late. This is like the perfect timing.
What is the biggest thing you hear about people getting concerned about when they're heading out? That's a good question because everybody's completely different. I see folks who they've, you know, traveled the world for their entire lives. And then I also meet people who've never been out of the country before. Um, and so it's really variable. Some people are super stressed about um, how do they avoid bug bites? And we spend the whole visit talking about like DEET and permethrin on your clothes and face, face nets and those sorts of things. And then other folks just kind of want to come in and get those necessary vaccines. And so um, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different variety. I love having these appointments in office because I get to hear about these amazing trips that people are taking. That you're um, not taking. I feel like I'm not taking. My bucket list is getting much longer. Longer, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would imagine that the pandemic changed a lot about international travel, just as far as the health concerns. I mean, frankly, I would still be concerned to if I wanted to go to China right now. That is not a country that seems like is still safe from the pandemic. They've got another outbreak there again. Yeah, it's true. Things have changed a lot with the pandemic. And I won't say anything good has come out of the pandemic, but one of the um, upsides of this horrible situation is that people are a lot more in tune to health needs, the importance of vaccinations, of taking precautions. And so um, I am finding that the folks that come see me in clinic are a lot well better educated about how to protect themselves um, from especially respiratory diseases um, than they were prior to the pandemic. And so, um, you know, just having a culture where we can wear masks and that's okay sometimes. And, um, you know, realizing that people are more likely to stay home when they're sick. And so there have been a few upsides to this very horrible situation. Um, but yeah, I hear you. There is, there's a lot of flux that's happening. Um, you know, there's, there's COVID, there's, you know, MPOX, monkeypox um, outbreaks. There is, um, you know, there's a Marburg outbreak in Tanzania um, that's new. And so, you know, there are a lot of things. And that's um, when people are thinking about these international trips, you do have to be cognizant of that, but you also want to go and have an amazing time. And that's what we're trying to do with our travel clinic is give you that bucket list trip and not let you get sick. <laughs> we're in, it is kind of this weird place we're in right now in our culture where, mm-hmm. Part of me thinks, man, I just need to continue to stay in my bubble because you just listed like one of those diseases I'd never even heard of. So <laughs> <laughs> there's more things I need to worry about in this great wide world we live in. But coming out of the pandemic, we all just want to travel. We want to get yeah. out. We want to go visit places and see cultures that we weren't. They told us we couldn't go to. So now I want to go. Yes. And so there's this weird balance that mm-hmm. I would imagine the healthcare community, the travel healthcare community kind of helps bridge that gap. At least that's that's the goal I would imagine. Yeah. I want people to walk out of an appointment feeling like they're empowered with the information that they need to keep themselves safe while they're um, on that trip. So they do have a great experience and they don't have to stress about what happens if I get traveler's diarrhea or, you know, how do I reach the embassy? Um, You know, we try to give people that information too. Like, how do I get in touch with the embassy when I'm there? If something really bad happens. You mentioned traveler's diarrhea. Now I've got another thing to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) That can happen anywhere. (laughs) Again, yes, very true. So say I'm traveling with kids. Does that open the door to even different healthcare concerns? It can. Um, Obviously, kids are a lot more likely to, you know, put things in their mouths and get bitten by dogs. Um, We do see, I don't, 
um, I don't do pediatric infectious disease, but um, ID physicians are sort of uniquely trained in travel medicine. And so I do see kids in my travel clinic. So um, we'll see a whole family. Um, you know, you can all come in for your visit together. Um, but there are specific travel related concerns. Sometimes we speed up some vaccinations to get kids a little bit of extra protection a little sooner before they go somewhere. Um, but, you know, and just, you know, being a little more um, cautious about dog bites and places where there's, you know, more rabies and those sorts of things. And maybe washing your hands just a little bit more. You know, yeah. I'm a big <laughs> fan of washing hands. Kids and germs. And now you bring in foreign germs and that's yes. just the whole, you know, and I would imagine that's a different concern. It's not just the diseases and the bugs we need to worry about, but there are just different germs that yes. Americans or even Oregonians aren't used to. We're, mm -hmm. We don't have that same level of protection that maybe someone that's part of that culture already deals with on a regular basis. Yes. That's frequently what happens with traveler's diarrhea. <laughs> it's just, we're just not used to our stomachs yeah. aren't used to it. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just not right for us. Yeah. Yes. Well, in just the last minute that we've got, yeah. where can people get more information? You mentioned the CDC, mm -hmm. uh, obviously the state department with any travel yep. warnings locally, where can people learn more? Yeah. So those are the two um, great like websites. The UK also has some websites for travelers too, that are more um, information about like um, if you're traveling in Europe can be sometimes more accurate. Um, and then if you are taking one of those big bucket list trips, we do do pre-travel consults here at St. Charles. Um, and you don't need a referral from your doctor. You can literally just like call the clinic and make an appointment. Um, so um, if you have questions, um, the um, not just a plug for us as well, but um, the Safeway on Century also offers a lot of travel-related vaccines and does some limited travel consults as well. So if you want a slightly more budget-friendly way to do it, um, that's another option as well. It sounds like the key is just making sure that you're talking to a professional in some capacity. Don't just go yes. on the internet and yeah. find fight because now now you'll be like me and go oh my gosh there's so many things to worry about. Maybe talk to a professional yeah dr laura selby with saint charles thank you so much for taking the time and you know i wish you well on getting one of those bucket list trips in for you, you awesome you thank you i hope you do too one too too <laughs> thank you i'm heather roberts here on fm news 100.1 and 1110 kdnd